Rebel Yell podcast on the Trib Live High School Sports Network. We are saluting the WPL Boys Basketball Team of the Week, second to the last week of the regular season. We call it the stretch run. It is nail-biting time and uh, a nail-biter for sure uh, for the head coach of our uh, Team of the Week, the Mont Lebanon Blue Devils, the one, the only, Joey David. Joey, appreciate uh, you joining. Do you ever do you ever bite your nails? Do you ever get that nervous? <laughs> not not really. Um, you know, the interesting thing is, I get really nervous watching the game afterwards. Like really, I, I think because I'm not in the moment. I think when you're in the moment, um, you're always coaching your team. But then, like I watch it afterwards, I'm like, oh my gosh, we, we you know we got to score here. Or we got to get a stop here. This is you know it's a critical moment. So. Um, but I, I don't get too much. Uh, I get more excited before the games. Um, I love the big games because it really tests my team to see where we are and, and how we're doing. Um, I probably get a little more worked up about some of the games that we're supposed to win, you know, because there's there's no upside on those ones. You got to go. You got to win them. And if you lose them, it's, it's a bad night. So um, but I've done it for a while, so you don't get too worked up about it. You guys have. We were sort of talking a little bit before about how successful this this program has been. Has there been a year where maybe the record wasn't um, overly impressive? Maybe there wasn't a section championship. Maybe there wasn't a long run into the playoffs. But when you look back at it, you thought, "I think we pretty much got the most out of out of what we had to work with." Or is it always you know, you wish you could have done more. No, I, I think you're right. And you've been around sports and you know, I mean, if you like the coach, you know, you coach. And there were some years where, you know, I had, I looked at my talent and said, look, if I can get these guys into the playoffs, if we can get into the playoffs, you know, then this is, a, that's a pretty good, pretty good year. Um, and, uh, you know, the talent was down. And then I said to myself, well, if I'm a coach, then coach. I mean, these guys don't have a whole lot of talent. What can you do with these guys? That's the test. Anybody can coach a bunch of talented guys and get right. wins. But the challenge is when you're down a little bit, and I've had a bunch of those years, and uh, they're very satisfying, you know. And and you and you look around the Whippeal or or whether it was four A at the time or six A, and you say, no, nah, we haven't got enough. You know, there's there's just two teams that are just too much are much better than we are, and. Uh, Let's do the best we can. Let's work hard. Let's teach them some things. Let's learn some life lessons through this game of basketball and, and uh, maybe get teams ready for the following year. You know, so I've, I've, I've had uh, teams um, that I've said, hey, we're on a two-year plan. You know, this year, you know, we're, we're, we're working towards ne- not right. this year, but next year. Right. So let's work at that. So that's my yeah. grandson. Can you hear him? I tell you what, he doesn't like some of your play calls. It sounds like it. He's uh... – <laughs> Maybe, maybe I apologize. Yeah. Put put me in Gramps is what he's yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, um, so um, you were an outstanding player back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get more nervous or whatever you want to call it, butterflies, um, more as a player when you could go out there and do something about it, or do you get that as a coach when you know you're sort of handing the baton off to someone else? Yeah, I think it's kind of the same. I, I just get excited. Um, I think when I was a player, I got excited 
uh, to play, uh, not so much nervous as, you know, you know, you put a lot of work in, so you're not worried about, I hope I do this well or that well. I, I think I'm just anxious to get the game going. You know, if there's hype, if we were playing Georgetown or St. John's and they were number two in the country or four, whatever it was, and places are sold out or the Carrier Dome. And, you know, it's, it's exciting because everybody's there to watch you and you get kind of pumped up about that. Um, but I don't think I got like real uh, like nervous nervous uh like i said it's more of an excitement i thought it always felt it was an excitement which which i think really makes you focus and put you in the flow and i really needed that as a player i knew you needed it as a coach too you know um that little edge where you know makes you um you know a little sharper i think mm. So let's uh, let's review. You guys now alone in first place in Section Two, Class Six A, uh, seven and one. A game in front of Baldwin, who you beat last Friday. A game in front of Upper Saint Clair, who you beat this uh, this past Friday. And the one thing you want to do this time of year is have control over your own destiny. You enter the final week of the regular season with games against Norwin and Cannon McMillan coming up to close out section play in control. If you win them both, you're outright um, uh, section champions. Uh, I had a chance to see you guys in the Baldwin victory. Uh, you start this past week uh, on the road at Hempfield. Hempfield is uh, the record might not show, but they've been playing some, some good basketball, better basketball uh, mm -hmm. as of late. Um, and, and it was a, uh, it was a little bit of a test uh, against the, uh, the Spartans uh, for you guys, you guys, uh, got off to a good start, good first quarter. Uh, they fought back, fought back, uh, made it interesting, and then you guys were able to put them away uh, with with a big fourth quarter. Talk a little bit about that victory. Yeah, I think anytime you go over to Hemphill, it, it's tough. They have a, a good big guy, which we did a, a, a pretty good job on, um, but they're shooting the ball very well. Um, when teams make shots and you miss shots, it's basketball. It's, it's just basketball, and you got to be ready for that. So you have to come out and really defend every night. Um, I told my guys, I think they know very well at this point in time, there's no easy W's in our section. We're not going in and rolling over everybody. I mean, we beat Baldwin by 20 some points. And I told them, look, you know, if you expect to do that again, you're, you're, you're nuts. I mean, these are, this is a good basketball team. And, um, you know, and sure enough, it was a much closer game. And it's going to be the same thing as we you know, approached as we approached Hemfield and as we approached, you know, Norwin and, and Canada McMillan. I mean, both those games right now for us are, are huge. But, uh, you know, anytime you get too far away from, from the city, you know, Hemfield, Norwin, you know, things happen out there. And, uh, you know, you just want to get out of there with a W and get back on the bus and get out and get home. So, um, but, you know, Billy Swan does a really nice job with his yeah. crew. And, um, you know, they're all good coaches in our in our section. So, you have to be prepared every night, but uh, it, it was definitely a uh, definitely a tester, and I think that you know we we got to have the right mindset coming into this this week. Balanced attack in the victory over the Spartans, sixty four forty nine. Uh, Mount Lebanon gets the W, and that's pretty much you, you know you look at, at box scores afterward, and that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, you know, we talked last week about how you have a. It's not necessarily a cookie cutter lineup, but a lot of players, and it sort of reminds me of the the uh, 2019 team where you have a lot of players that can handle the rock, a lot of players that can crash the boards, a lot of players that can score the basketball. You Nature Odd with 17, uh, Brody Barber with 15, Liam um, Sheely with 14, 
Riley Fairball with 12 in that Spartans victory. Um, is that an unfair comparison going back to 19? Man, I'm, I'm impressed because uh, I say the same thing about it, you know, in my mind. Um, so, you know your game. So, I, I, I do compare this team to 2019 um, team. Um, you know, no one superstar out there. Any, right. any guys on a given night can go off. And, uh, you know, that's kind of who we really have been um, at Mount Lebanon for quite some time. You know, so um, you're, you're exactly right. But they're, 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 they are just like that team. So you go to the battle for uh, first place in the section on Friday, uh, the great rivalry that is uh, Mount Lebanon, Upper St. Clair. They beat you at third place. You get them at your place tight throughout. Um, huge fourth quarter. What was the big difference in that uh, fourth quarter that allowed you to take control and pull away? Well, I think we, we made some shots. Um, you know, we ran some stuff. I mean, they obviously know most of the things that we do. You have to have a few things in your bag, you know, that they don't know. Um, and, and those things kind of worked uh, at that point in time. But, you know, we were up by nine and uh, we didn't score, Lord, you know, till we're up by nine at the uh, maybe the middle of the second quarter and end of the second quarter and end up, um, you know, down by six. They want to like a four, whatever it was, 14 to to uh, to oh run on us. Yeah. I mean, seven to end this first half, seven more to start the second half. Wow. And, uh, you know, we took our shot selection was poor and poor shots lead to great opportunities for the offensive team. And we turned the ball over unforced a couple of times, just, you know, just silly things. And um, you can't do those things in big games. But we were fortunate enough to battle back and then, uh, you know, make some shots in the fourth quarter. And I thought we played a really good defensively. Uh, rebound the ball very, very well. And you got to get stops. You know, you got to get stops at the end of these games. And uh, I thought we did a pretty good job of doing that. Yeah. You, you mentioned Hempfield with the big man. Of course, Upper St. Clair has some some size as well. And that's, um, you know, when you can at least have a draw with them on the boards, great. If you can, if you can get the better of them on the boards, then that's really saying something because uh, that's where they have a lot of. That's where they have an advantage a lot of times. Yeah, and everybody talks, you know, about six nine, but you know they got six seven standing right next to them. Yeah. You know? and so and they bring six six. You know, as the the younger Robins get off the bench, and um, so yeah, they got they got a lot of height. They got a lot of weapons over there, and uh, you know they're they're a bit scary. I said last night because a lot of these guys, most of these guys are back next year except for a couple. So um, you know the 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 cupboard's definitely not there over there, and. Uh, um, they'll get better and better. Nature odd leading the way again in the uh, uh, 60 to 43 victory over the Panthers for the Blue Devils, 23 points. Liam Sheely, 20 points, and uh, Brody Barber with uh, with 13. Um, I don't want to shortchange the seniors, but Liam Sheely is a sophomore, and uh, a lot of times he's leading the way in the scoring column. Um, is he having the kind of season that you and your staff expected, or has he gone above and beyond? No, I think we expected him. I, my expectations of him are pretty high. Um, um, you know, he, he loves the game of basketball. He loves to get better. He loves to work at the game, and I think he'll get better and better. It's, uh, it's, it's great to, to know that he'll be there for two more years, you know. Uh, it's, it's nice. He's, uh, he's worked very, very hard. Um, enjoys the game, enjoys working out, 
is coachable, takes coaching well, takes criticism well. And so the upside potential for him is, 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 uh, is extremely high. So, I mean, he'll put a lot of work, he'll put a lot of work in this summer too, both on his body and some, some, some skill work. And, uh, you know, who knows where he'll end up, but, um, he definitely has the potential to be a very good basketball player. And you have uh, some very good seniors uh, leading the way. One of them that I, I, I want to point out, um, Riley Fairball. I, I've been very impressed. Um, tenacious, I guess, is the word uh, to use. Uh, again, like everybody else, he can handle the ball out on the perimeter. Uh, he can shoot, but, man, is he scrappy once he gets close to the, to the hoop. Um, he's diving all over the floor on both ends after loose balls. Um, I went to school with his father, grade school with his father, and he's he's nothing like his father, so, and that's good for Riley. But um, yeah, he's he's uh, he's pure energy. Yeah, the hardest worker on the team, most passionate, most enthusiastic kid I've ever coached. Um, he just just plays. He just wears it on his sleeve. Uh, uh, just a coach's dream, really. Just. You know, there are times and practices and games where I go to say something and he says it before me, you know. And so, I mean, it's like having another coach out there. Um, but uh, he really is, uh, has done real well. And, you know, there are, there are games where he came out against North Allegheny. I think he had 30 points or something like that or 20, whatever it was. And the next game he has two. You know, next game he has 16, next game he has four. But this is a kid that will do anything to help his team win a game and, and only cares about, winning the basketball game what can i do to help my teammates out and when you have those type of kids on your on your basketball team and, and we have him and others um it's the it makes it much easier whether the 6a playoffs have eight teams or whether if the entire section one makes it and there's uh, going to be some first round games um no matter how many teams are in it it's going to be a battle it's going to be fun we saw central catholic sort of um, fly under the radar for a good chunk of last year and end up uh, winning it all. Um, and any team that makes the playoffs in 6A, uh, there really won't be any upsets because any team that makes it is going to have weathered the storm in the regular season and, and, and earned their stripes. Your body of work, if you can finish strong, um, is that a resume that you think deserves a, a number one seed? Uh, well, I think if we win both these uh, next two, I don't think it'll be – um, much of an issue, really, because you know, we've beaten North Allegheny and Pine over there uh, this year. Um, you know, Dave Gregorio has a 500th win, and he's a really great coach. He's done a wonderful job with those guys. Um, they started out pretty slow, but they're coming on hard. Um, they're all decent, you know, all, all the way down. They're all good teams, and um, they'll be really decent games to play. I mean, they're there, uh, there's nobody there that you're going to walk through. I mean, on either side. And you're exactly right. No matter where you go, it might be one of those years where you say to yourself, "Hey, hey, I, I like the number two seed, or I like the number three seed. Right. I don't want those guys or those guys." And um, so, so who knows? And uh, you just got to get in there and and, and win a couple games. And um, you know, I I, I love it because uh, I don't mind who I play. I never really complain about who where we are because I know I got to be you know, three good teams, you know, um, to, to get this thing. So it's not going to be easy. And, uh, but we look forward to the, the, the challenge, but, um, it's definitely, I don't know up there. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. What can happen these next couple this next week, as far as movement. 
as an outsider, it's uh, it, it might not be for the coaches and players involved, but from an outsider, it's going to be uh, a whole lot of fun as it usually is this time of year. Uh, you've been doing this uh, for a long time. I, I want to ask you this um, has nothing to do with, with, with Mount Lebanon basketball, uh, but we have seen over the course of the last couple of years in basketball this year, but even in some other sports, we have seen coaches um, either walk away or be let go in the middle of the season. And back in the day, uh, even 15, 10, 15, 20 years ago, uh, the, uh, I said to somebody, the only time I ever, you ever heard of some, a coach not finishing a season was because of health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of alarming from my standpoint. I just wanted to get, uh, to get, uh, your take on it. nothing specific because I'm, I'm not even sure we know the specifics of some of these instances, but just, uh, your general take. Well, I think you, you know, you're dealing with different types of kids now than they were 20 years ago. Um, um, so, you know, it, it makes it hard. You look at guys like Danny Holzer who has been at the same school for almost 30 years. Myself, I've been there, you know, coming on 23 years. Um, you know, we, we've all had our ups and downs, you know, with, with parents or issues or administration. I haven't had an administration issues. My administration has been wonderful. My parents have been great, uh, for the most part, but I've had the worst of the worst parents, you know, and, I, and, and it makes you say to yourself, you know, why do I do this? Right. Why do I want to do this to myself? Um, it's the joy, it's the enjoyment of the games, enjoyment of teaching the game. Um, if I wanted to make more money, I'd stay at my office and see more patients, you know, but I there all the time and I still make my, you know, $10,000 a year at the coach Mount Lebanon, which I've made for the last whatever. And, um, I try to do something with that money or give it to some, I, I just never want to really profit from basketball cause it's given me so much of what I, what I love. But, uh, you know, being a coach now, it, it's, it sometimes isn't easy. It isn't easy. I think particularly with those, with those, uh, uh, younger guys, um, you know, everybody wants to attack them and they don't give them a chance sometimes to establish themselves and establish their culture. Everybody wants this quick fix and everybody wants their kids to play. And yeah. uh, it's not easy. And it's just, it's not easy. Basketball is a very intimate game. You play five guys so you can't run your, some, somebody's, you know, child out there on the kickoff return team or the kickoff team or the punt return team and, and have them be happy and see them play. Um, so it's not easy, but, uh, um, I, I know all these things go on, you know, at these different schools. I hear the different stories about what's happening. And, you know, all I can do is always just offer up to those guys. If anything I can do for them, let me know. But, uh, um, you know, I think sometimes you say to yourself, really, is, is it worth it? You know, yeah. it's worth it. And uh, like I said, I'm still enjoying it. And when Grogan, John Grogan offered me the job, I told him I'd give him two or three years. You know, it's 23 right now. And I, <laughs> I still love it. And, uh I think I, you, you love just trying to make something out of whatever you have every right. year. Is different personalities and what do we got? Let's, let's go, let's see what we can form here. And that's really what kind of gets me going uh, with these, with these teams and coaching and just um, seeing what I can, what I can produce with what I have. Um, but uh, I still enjoy it. Uh, I, like I said, maybe there's going to come a time where, as you said, I just, you know, something happens or whatever. And I just say, you know, I'm done. I mean, yeah. I got the opportunity to spend some time with Coach Wooden, as you know, you know, years ago. And I remember him talking about when he stepped away. And I asked him about that. And he said, I just knew it was going to be, I just knew when the time was going to be right. And 
at one point in time, he said, it just hit me. This time is right. And he yeah. boom, boom, and he left. And uh, I think that'll probably be the same thing that I'll end up doing um, mm-hmm. when that time is right. You know, yeah. so. You're a, a great coach that has survived. Unfortunately, um, a lot of great coaches uh, are, are deciding that it's not worth it and, and, and walking away. So hopefully something happens soon to keep the, the, the great coaches uh, young or not so young uh, to be part of the game and part of these young men and young women's lives. Um, can't let you go without allowing you to to talk about uh, uh, your book. You wrote uh, a, a book uh, on uh, the defensive side of, of basketball. Just talk a little bit about the book. Talk a little bit about what uh, prompted this mm-hmm. um, and, and, and promote it a little bit. <laughs> I haven't learned to do that yet, Don. I haven't learned to do that yet. I'm trying to have companies like, hey, you have to put this out, put this out, put this out. I'm like, all right. I just don't want to distract from my guys. Right. You know, I had a long talk with them, you know, about it. And I said, listen, don't make no mistake about it. Whatever you hear, uh, I'm worried. I'm not worried, but I'm more concerned about you guys first. You're, you're priority one. Um, the book was something I did um, as, uh, you know, it just kind of happened where I kept writing pages and pages about what I wanted to do defensively. And uh, we started doing having these unique drills and unique, things that we did at our place over the past five years. And I would tell my team sometimes, isn't it cool that like there's no one else on the planet doing this drill right now. Like we, you know, it's just you guys doing it. And um, so I I think it's helped us out a lot. And there's certain games we'll play it more of a full force, you know, Bora is called, you know, Bora. And then sometimes we'll back off of Bora. It depends on what the situation is, you know, and and how deep you can go and, and foul situations. And, uh, but you know, it just came about really, it was a COVID project. You know, I, didn't have much to do. I, I started writing the notes down then. It all started from an offensive situation where I had two guys, Lucas Gar- or uh, Antonio Garofoli and Sean Lochran. I couldn't get them open. You know, they, they just weren't, they couldn't create their own shot. Right. So what I said was I have to create some type of chaotic defense where on the transition from offense to defense, the opposing team can't find them. You know, they kept the, 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 the guy that the coach said, you know, hey, Don, you got Antonio. You can get in his face. Well, when you're on offense, you can't worry about Antonio. If we switch right. that quickly. Uh, so I tried to create it for that reason. And out of that is what th- this has come. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been very, very interesting to see how these things go, you know, whether it's Amazon or Barnes & Noble or these other, you know, things I'll get from different countries where it's in 20-some countries now and that in the language, whether it's, Korea or Cambodia or South Africa or Slovakia. I mean, it's just interesting to see when you Google it, like where it's at. And um, I, I don't know how the sales are. I haven't gotten any sales reports or things of that nature, but it was, it, it's been doing okay, I guess, uh, based on the uh, Amazon uh, numbers and things of that nature. But again, I'm not, I didn't do it to try to no. make you know that. It's just really, you know, you want to give back to this game. Everything that I have in my life, whether it's my business success, my family, I, everything I have, I can relate back to the game of basketball and, and what this basket, this, this little round thing has done for me. And, and, and uh, I can't put in words how grateful I am to be a part of this game. And for me, it was a labor of love. You know, what can I do to put something into this game 
into a game that's given me so so darn much. And that that's really what it was. And um, I was happy that maybe I can contribute to somebody somewhere. They can see a drill or watch a thing and, and maybe win a couple more games because they read it. Uh, if that's the case, then that's all I that's all I did it for. People could check it out. People can buy it by how? It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Noble. It's Walmart. It's uh, pretty much every book retailer out there. Okay. But but the easiest way is uh, Amazon. Uh, it's on Amazon. But okay. I've, I've ordered some. I've probably given away more than I've sold at this point in time. You know, because I have so many people that uh, have helped me so much. So I try to give them to give them to them to, to read. I had a lady come in. Um, she was 81 years old to my office the other day. She has a bad back and a bad hip. And she brought my book and asked me to sign it for her. And I, and I did so. And I said, are you going to read it? She said, yes. And the next time I saw her, she went to our Baldwin game. And she said, you know what? You're, you know, I was watching in your traps, just like you said in the book, the traps were where they're supposed to be. And, 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 you know, you sprayed and you, he's using all our terminology, you know, and I said, you know, finish the book and maybe you can help me coach next year. So here on the bench, you know why, you know, <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. All I, before I let you go, all I want to know is, will there be a, ch a chapter dedicated to me when you write the Joey David memoirs <laughs> dedicated to you? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? You know, we could we could probably put that in there. Maybe if I do a bore too, I'll put you in there. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm very. I'm, people would say I'm very offensive, not defensive. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, but listen, and they got there's you again. I say this to you, but just so everybody knows out there how much you mean to high school basketball, no. high school sports, and what you've done for high school sports and. We're happy that you're, you know, behind the mic. You're doing well. You're feeling good, and you look good. And uh, you know, you're all, you're always uh, there for us. And you know, um, I, I can't thank you enough for for all that you've done. So it's always a, always a pleasure to be with you and spend time with you. Kind words, greatly appreciated, my friend. Uh, congratulations on the big week. Congratulations on the big season. And we'll see you uh, probably in the postseason. Thank you. You all take. Right. Care. Bye. Joey David, head coach of the Mont Lebanon Blue Devils, our uh, WPIL Boys Basketball Team of the Week. That's author Joey David, by the way, for you kids scoring at home. Um, all right, so let's uh, take a look at uh, what's going on. Uh, we'll, we'll do the top three classifications, 6A, 5A, 4A. Uh, we'll start in Section 2 of 6A. Why not? Mount Lebanon, one top at 7-1. and one. Baldwin and Upper St. Clair deadlocked at 6-2. and two. That deadlock will likely be broken maybe on Friday, the final game of the regular season, when Baldwin hosts Upper St. Clair. Cannon McMillan solidly in fourth place. Section 1, whew, Central Catholic and North Allegheny deadlock for the top spot. They are one game ahead of Butler. Butler visits Central Catholic on Tuesday on HSSN. And then you have Pine Richland in fourth place, but they're in fourth place by one game over Newcastle and Seneca Valley. I haven't broken down the minutia, but there might be a chance that all three of those teams go and all six teams from Section 1 qualify for the playoffs. 5A Section 1, Thomas Jefferson. They have clinched at least a share of the section title at 8-0. Two games in, in front of Peters Township at Bethel Park. Those two teams meet this upcoming week. Uh, Trinity right now solidly in fourth place. Section 2, 5A. Shaler, one-game lead over Fox Chapel. Those two teams will conclude the regular season against each other. Woodland Hills, third place. 
Penhills, the defending champs, are uh, solidly in fourth place uh, by two games. Section three, Franklin Regional, seven and one, Gateway six and two. Uh, those two teams will meet uh, this upcoming Tuesday, I believe, in Monroeville. Penn Trafford is third. Kiske area and Latrobe deadlocked in a tie for fourth place. Section four of Class 5A, Moon. They have clinched the outright section championship. Um, South Fayette sitting in second place by one game over both North Hills and Mars. Chartiers Valley still alive for a playoff spot, even though they're on the outside looking in right now. 4A, Section 1, Hampton has clinched at least a share of the section crown. Knock is in second place, one game in front of Highlands, and then a big gap, currently tied for fourth place, Indiana and Freeport. Section 2, Lincoln Park has uh, almost clinched a share, uh, at least a share of the section title. They're on the brink, if you will. Um, North Catholic is two games behind them. Uh, right now, Beaver in third place and Central Valley uh, in fourth place. That was pretty jammed up with Ambridge and Blackhawk as well, but the Bobcats and Warriors strengthening their uh, uh, playoff push uh, recently. Section 3 of 4A, Uniontown has a one-game lead over Belvern, and Elizabeth Forward is in third place, and then Southmoreland and Albert Gallatin Tied for fourth place, Section 4, Montour. One game lead over Avonworth. Spartans host the Antelopes on Tuesday. I'll have the call on HSSN. Quaker Valley third, South Allegheny in fourth place. Um, Let's give you the rundown as far as teams that have clinched. Uh, Section 1, Central Catholic, North Allegheny, Butler in 6A. Section 2, Mount Lebanon, Baldwin, Upper St. Clair, Cannon McMillan, all set. In 5A, Section 1, Thomas Jefferson, Peters Township, Bethel Park, Trinity, all in. Shaler, Fox Chapel, Woodland Hills, Penn Hills out of Section 2. Franklin Regional and Gateway, the only two teams in from Section 3. And Moon and South Fayette in from Section 4. Finally, in 4A, Section 1, Hampton, Knock, and Highlands are in. Lincoln Park, North Catholic, Beaver, and Central Valley, as I talked about, from Section 2. Uniontown, Belvernon, Elizabeth Forward in from Section 3. Montour, Avonworth, Quaker Valley, South Allegheny in from Section 4. We'll take a look at 3A, 2A, and Class A in our Player of the Week podcast. Don't forget Wednesday, our midweek podcast, and we'll really be able to break things down because by then, most teams will be down to one more section games. So uh, both girls and boys basketball will break it down uh, on our midweek podcast on Wednesday. Thanks to Joey David, head coach and author of the Mount Lebanon Blue Devils, Chris Lackner, our producer. I'm Don Rebel. We thank you for joining us. Rebel Yell podcast here on the Trib Live High School Sports Network.